This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So here we are again to talk about another one of Dr. Benzinger's favorite topics. Food. <laughs> Food and grocery stores. Grocery stores. Grocery. That's Why right. do you love grocery stores? I actually do not. <sighs> they mean so much them. to me. They mean oh, dinner. Boy. Oh, din- dinner. <laughs> I'm a guy. What do I think about? Food. There's only food. a few things that are really well, important. We're only going to talk about right. food okay, on this food. podcast. Food's, <laughs> food's the biggest thing. And I, I don't mind shopping. I really don't mind shopping yeah. uh, because I'm thinking about how I'm going to put it together and how good it's going to taste. Okay, and so I have, love it. We need a little story break because now you've gone, you've gone here. Like, oh. favorite recipe that you make? I feel like now you it's should cook for me. It's not favorite recipe. And, it's oh, it's more on. that where I shop. I mean, I don't go to the middle of a grocery store. Oh. Okay, so that, when I yes. used to do radio years yep. ago, I had somebody call and 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 kind of confront me and said, "You just can't eat on a budget and eat well. I've You've got to well. eat in the middle <clears throat> where they got all these other products." And I said, "I don't think and coupons. so." <clears throat> Cubs Foods used to be here. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was right out back of my office, and I said, "All right, I'm going to contribute a hundred dollars. You'll have your hundred. I'll have my hundred, and we'll figure out the meal plan based upon how I buy and how you for buy for a week, for a month. Oh no, just how many meals you could come up with. Oh, okay. And the meals had to at least have some type of protein, some type of carb, some type of okay veg. All right. Yep. That was it. That's all you had to come up with, and it wasn't serving size that was a big issue. You just had to come up with it. So I, I beat him. Beat him bad. I beat him bad, but we did it. We filmed the whole thing. It was it was really fun, really fun. But I never went on the inside. Why? Because when you look at the air and the amount of stuff that's in boxes and cans and stuff like that, there's just not that much in it. And plus, the quality of the nutrition falls through through the uh, floor. floor. No. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say ceiling? through the no, roof. It could have fallen through the fallen through the roof. But right. I pretty much shop on on the outside. Why? Foods taste better. Mm-hmm. Nutrition's a lot better. Feel a lot better. And if you're smart, you buy the foods that are on sale that week. Oh, true. So I used to live on yep. $12 a week going to school at <laughs> National. $12 a week? That was my $12 entire a meal week. plan. That was. I didn't have a choice. I really didn't have a choice. I had to work while going to college. I had 27 credit hours a semester, and I worked uh, 30 hours a week. Wow. That was nuts. That is that was nuts. nuts. There wasn't anything else I did. that. So that's why I liked the grocery store because yeah. that was like blast. I got to go spend my $12 <laughs> and eat so well for the week. But I did. Yeah. So bottom line is you can do it. Most people don't. And coupons pull you into where? Into the middle. That's exactly Absolutely. right. Why? Because they're already overpriced in the first place. Yeah. So we learned in our household to shop around the outside of the outside store. Outside of the store. Although I will confess, except for the ice cream section, I will, yeah, there's a few sections that I dip in for, like the tea, yeah, the green tea. Yeah. I'll go in for. It's good. Um, and then one of the local chains here re-architected the grocery shopping experience, and they put the outside inside and the inside outside. Are you which, serious? Dead serious. I have not they seen were, that. Oh yeah, it was it's super interesting. So I'd so be think so about confused. it: all the fruits and vegetables and all all of the things, except for meat, yeah. were in the middle of the store. Yeah, and then you would go around the outside of the store to get your junk pro- food. to get your well junk food, bread, bakery, uh, um, fish, meats, mm, wines, mm, all that you know around the outside. Mm. So it was it did kind of mess up that whole like only eat from the outside. But I totally agree with you. In and that they were filming you the whole time. They, they were going, watch were. how confused she Seriously. looks. Seriously, well, be actually, lost. I'd stand at the door and I'd get mad because I would be thinking about <laughs> how far I have to traverse across the store to get to the things that I wanted. Yeah. 
yeah. but I have my like pattern, yeah. right, in a traditional quote unquote grocery store. I just right? wonder if they were doing that to break up the pattern yes. so you didn't do yeah. what you yeah. normally did. Yeah. But and, somehow well, it's got a way to make you buy also, more stuff. And, and you they know also that. tried to say that it was for efficiency. Shopping is like, because you can get in and get out and you don't have to hit all the different little departments. And and you it, think that's what they're worried about. It didn't work. It just <laughs> made, just made me angry. I don't shop Absolutely, there anymore. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. think so. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I haven't seen that. You'll have to tell me later. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting yeah, to try. Yeah. But using the grocery store wisely... Kind of like the same thing with restaurants. I always say, don't look at the menu. Well, guess what? If you don't have a list of exactly what you're buying, you're done. Mm-hmm. Number two, take no children with you because <laughs> you have yes. no chance whatsoever. And you try to stay out of the middle aisles because they're throwing cans and all, all this junk in because they don't know. Mm-hmm. They just can grab it. So, and I, but I do like, I, let me back up. I do like selecting a child that comes with me. I would always try to have the kids select a different fruit or vegetable each week that then we prepared together. And it sounds so, I don't even know. It sounds silly. But it was some of the best things that the, the, the kids and I will think about is yeah. that we used to do that together. And they oh, would yeah. select it. And some of it tastes absolutely horrible, <laughs> like star fruit. Ew. And then some <laughs> other other ones tasted fabulous, but it also got their interest in their foodies. I mean, my two sons are definitely foodies. My daughter is joining the foodie group. <laughs> I do think that's actually a big deal, a big though, difference. to oh, include your kids in that that process. In our household, the preparation of food switched from my mom to my dad. Huh. Um, when my, my mom started to work when we got into high school, and my right. dad loves to cook. Huh. He's a great cook. Hmm. Um, and so, but the things I remember about him most are being in the kitchen and cook and he would try anything so we had shelves of cookbooks and we made some of the craziest food that took forever to make some some of it was fast but it was like we're gonna try to make whatever japanese spicy noodles we don't know how to make it but we'd get the book out and try to figure it out some of it was that sounds fun really terrible and some of it was really good but it's interesting because when you i I thought back about that um in preparation for this podcast Mm -hmm. and thought about the fact that the food that we made together without us even trying, was mostly whole-type food. Yep. And part of that is just because of how old I am and just uh, no the food that was available. No I know, right? Comments. No comments. Um, but part of it, too, was just when you're looking at a recipe and it has eight ingredients, mm-hmm. typically it doesn't have a, a boxed ingredient or occasionally a can because we did do, like, you know, soup-based things. Mm-hmm. But mostly it was these herbs, this protein, these vegetables – Olive oil. And how it tastes. Yeah. And it was great. It was great. It was great. great. And actually not as hard to make in most cases, although we did make this really complicated <laughs> multi-meat roll that was terrible um, and took a really long time. <laughs> of course but, you have to do the, that one time. But for, the most, but for the most part, it actually didn't take as long as the picture I paint in my head now of thinking, oh my goodness, I have to make a meal for the family and how much time is going to take and I'm home from work and I'm tired and all the things. Mm-hmm. But then when we get right into it, half hour, 45 minutes with some proper planning, and you have a really, really nice meal. So we know the coupons can cause a problem, mm-hmm. okay? We also know that if you don't have a list when you go in, you're pretty much ripped. Yep. Number three, most places now, if you don't have the capacity to resist, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You stink. <laughs> you always end up spending 25% more. You always buy a bunch of things you don't need. Or the kids, you can send it through the email, they will back, they will package it up 
and you can drive through and they'll stick mm-hmm. it in your trunk. That is maybe one of the best like control be. mechanisms ever. You know how much yeah. money you would save? Number yeah. two, you're buying f- foods that you yeah. can actually make. But you got to realize there's so many moms and stuff driving around all the time. The thing that they're they're struggling with is they're trying to find packages of foods that are still healthy that they can use mm-hmm. for their family and still have them eat mm-hmm. them. And what are those foods? So all of a sudden, I feel like we have a another podcast to do in this series, but it is the influx of now there are all these different companies that offer food delivery services from prepared food right. to raw ingredients to make the preparation yep. of your meals easier and, and better. Wise, sometimes and price-wise, sometimes they're out, yeah. sometimes they're in. It's so it'd be interesting. Better. I'm going to put that on our research list of things to mm-hmm. look into because there's I've seen lots of articles posted about like how healthy are those things, how like, Some are very good. Are they? Hey, yeah. they're as good as most of the stuff you're buying at the grocery store that already right. prepared for you because they're trying to they're trying to get your buck and for you to buy their stuff which means they're already putting all kinds of junk into it yep yep so so for dr bentley to gut check for us this I time said, i guess we'll we'll make it more difficult so <laughs> i don't think we'll we can give make him it more a section difficult. we'll get we'll give him a section of the of the um a grocery store and say which diseases are related to these foods that sounds really hard <laughs> that sounds really really no, no. hard okay you've done one minute burns with him what's he come out like <laughs> intesteristing oh my I'm gonna gosh i'm gonna make him do a, a star fruit intesteristing That's and right. go <laughs> He's gonna look. Well, I was How many say, ways can you fix? I was gonna uh, say he's gonna look fruit. at me, but he can't look at me because he's not actually That's here, exactly. which is the best. So <laughs> actually, I do think though it'd be interesting. So to have Dr. Bentley weigh in on top medical conditions, mm-hmm. things that as a society people are suffering from as a result of we'll call it and middle of buy. the store shoppers. Just how they buy? Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I and like maybe it. what we should be buying to combat those, right? So there's always lots of information out there about well, so what should you actually be eating? But what's easy? I mean, it's got to be easy, and it's well, what's there, easy is I'm and, coming to your house. Because it sounds like you make good food. So that's my current plan. Yeah. I not mean... tonight, sister. Okay, good try, though. <laughs> Anyhow, you know, all these things sound good that we're talking about, but aren't they just so hard to apply? Mm-hmm. Um, I well, if remember... they were easy, we wouldn't be here talking about them. Oh, absolutely. I remember... Um... Oh, you're going to tell a story, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, short, short story. Everything <laughs> I tell story. is a short story. Uh, how many hours you got? Uh, yeah, I, I was interviewing Dr. Dean one time, and she, she, she had given a talk to women. She's an MD, ND, naturopathic MD? Oh. Doc, doctor of not, naturopathy. I couldn't say, say it that the other three night. Times I couldn't fast. say it the other Natural. night. It was very embarrassing. It's like, oh gosh, I can't even say that. Um, probably stated incorrectly. However, she had uh, she was a room full of five thousand women. She was one of the main speakers. She's a great speaker, very intelligent, author of seventeen books. Carolyn Dean, and. When I was interviewing her, I says, "What's the most exciting part?" So, oh, it's, you know, it's a, it's great information. I know, you know, they're they're hearing it. At least I know they're getting the information. And then I said, "What's the worst thing?" She says, "I'll, I'll tell you the worst thing." Is I get letter after letter after letter and says, "Dr. Dean, that was the best information I ever heard." But frankly, the only thing I got time to do is increase my water. And she said, "I would get that more than you'd know." Mm-hmm. And it's so depressing. That in that case, the women of today feel so stressed and so pressured that they can't even, basically they increase water and there's nothing else they feel they can do. And that's why these programs, instead of being as generic, and in the beginning we're setting up generic programming, Mm -hmm. but we are going to drill down into this, into specificity so that you actually have choices and combinations and authors that will be coming to you that will clearly define action steps that you can do, even yourself, no matter how pressed mm-hmm. you are, 
just as hopefully a push of a button or hopefully a call or a choice. So just know that that's coming, even though we're kind of setting you up. Yeah, for sure. And I think actually it's funny. I, I can see where if you had the whole picture and you kind of had your path defined, that by having somebody say, the only thing that I can do is increase my water might seem like a, a lesser thing. But when I think about my husband, who's lost over 100 pounds, he didn't do all of the things right out of the gate. Right. And it, I mean, it literally started front with, I no longer drink soda, I drink water. Right. And then it was, I drink more water, I drink the water amount that I should. And slowly, literally over, over like two or three years. And I've watched him. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. It's remarkable. Thing. And so I don't want people to think like, well, I'm just not going to do anything because I can't do everything. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something in these podcasts or that you read online or whatever mm-hmm. that you hear towards that trajectory of good health. And if you're wired, at, at least wired, but like, me at all, the Mm -hmm. experimentation of like, do I actually feel better when I drink more water? Do I feel better when I have less soda? Do I, you know, if you're paying attention, it, it is the little things. It's not this overhaul of your life, that's although right. eventually it and will And that's the mistake that of most, right? Yeah. It's like, I, I'm not going to start I read 25 hints, yeah. I got to do them all. They cannot do yeah, that. No. But consistently pecking away at small things that yeah. you consistently so do. So that actually might be a great question for Dr. Bentley too. So yeah. of the 27 million thousand hundred billion things you can do, like where do you start? I think start? that's about right. I know, right? It, feel, yeah. it feels like that, feels honestly. Like it really billion, does feel like that. Billion. So what are feels overwhelming. Where do you you start? Overwhelming. Well, where's the person start? First question is, are you worth it? Well, we think you are. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you have to assess. Am I worth taking the effort? Do I want to take the effort? And can I change? Those are the three things that you have to address every single day if you're going to improve yourself at all. But you do want to do it one step at a time. When you try to do too many steps, you're just going to fall down the steps. So <laughs> don't fall down the steps. Yeah, we don't want you to do that. Just yeah, take yeah. one step. So so question number one for Dr. Bentley to gut check us on um, is when you talk to people about how to make the best food choices at a grocery store, what do you tell them? So in past podcasts, we've talked about fast casual dining, eating out. We've talked about sodas specifically. Now we're really curious about I'm going to the grocery store. I want to make good choices. What do you tell him? I think it's an excellent question for him. I already know part of the answer. Eat before <laughs> you, know. you go. That's <laughs> oh, it. That's, I've that's heard the that. answer have, to everything. And have a list. Have a list. Yeah. Have a list. Okay. Yeah. Let's but see. he still has. Yeah. Let's over. see what he says. Yeah. You know, I tell people to do what I do. Typically, we spend all of our time in the outskirts of the grocery store, where the produce section is. You know, you usually walk into a grocery store, it's either to your left or to your right, whole produce section, there's refrigerated section right next to it, um, and we just stay on that outskirts. We get our meats, and that's pretty much where we go. It's very rare that we ever go to the middle aisles. Um, now, if we're having a bunch of kids over, you know, I've got teenagers, and let me tell you, when you get a bunch of teenage boys together, those boys can pound some food. And yeah, it's, it can get pretty expensive if they're eating every one of your produce that you have in the house. So, and at those times, you know, sometimes we'll get a pizza for them or we'll get some, you know, some types of chips, chips and salsa. They really seem to like that in our household when the boys come over. Um, So we will go there periodically. So don't get me wrong. It's not like, oh, we never touched the middle aisles. But the reality, if you look at the middle aisles and you're going up and down, what are those? Those are foods that can sit on the shelf for a long, long time. So as they sit there on the shelves, well, guess what? They've got chemicals in them. 
which ultimately lead back to when we talked about frankenfoods, um, high calorie nutrient deficient foods, or they're fortified, meaning they took the nutrients out and then they had to put the nutrients back in. So then we don't create a bunch of vitamin deficiencies in our world. Uh, but again, we live in a calorie rich, nutrient deficient world right now. Um, we're in a well-fed state. Uh, being well-fed with regards to calories, but very lacking in nutrients, which doesn't allow our cells to function properly. So again, how do I maintain health um, and do the things that I'm able to do is by really shopping on the outer edges of the grocery store. Um, I don't like to do prepackaged meats and things either. So I usually go to the grocery store two to three times a week if I'm going to get you know chicken or fish, um, sometimes beef or ground turkey. Whatever we're getting, we go back and we get it and we try to get it fresh. Excellent. So question number two, and I have this question, I've talked to some of the the women in the different various Mm -hmm. social media groups I'm in, that we often hear that it is too expensive to eat healthy. And so I would love to hear what Dr. Bentley has to say about that. So Ryan, what do you have to say about that? And also, if you have any tips or tricks um, or ways to help people manage the perceived or actual cost of Mm -hmm. eating healthy from the grocery store. Coupons. Coupons. But they don't have coupons for fruits and vegetables. Why is that? I don't know, but it sounds like a whole other podcast episode. I think it would be a good one. <laughs> Let's see what Ryan says. All right. You know, that is a comment that I get quite often that, well, it's too expensive to eat healthy. You know, to me, it's, well, can you afford to be sick? You know, with the rise of healthcare costs and insurance premiums, People are now starting to get rewarded for being healthy and being proactive where they don't um, have to pay these exorbitant amounts or they get uh, rebates, if you will, for having good blood parameters. And they do that by exercising and eating the proper foods. So again, yeah, it's expensive up front to eat produce and having lots of fruits and vegetables and lean meats and nuts and seeds. Um, And it's much cheaper to eat all the prepackaged food. But the down the line health issues that you get with regards to healthcare costs are much more expensive than actually it is up front to eat healthy. So I really encourage people. And again, I mentioned earlier in another episode that I really believe that we should subsidize the foods that make us healthy and increase the cost or the taxes and things on junk food. So then people actually have to make a decision that they're going to choose to be healthy and it's actually going to pay them to be healthy because it's less expensive. And I think that will bring down our overall healthcare costs. That's just my personal thought on that issue. But some tips and tricks that people can do, trying to look for, you know, bargains. So sometimes, you know, I have three people in my family that have celiac disease. So if we're looking for something, uh, certain protein bars or something of that nature, we look for them when they're on sale. And when we do, we go in there, we buy them all up. We go to Costco often. Costco has a lot of good things in the produce section um, that are organic. I don't always eat organic. I try to. The fruits are often really good there that they're much bigger as far as the packages that they come in and less expensive. So those are some of the things that we do as a family of five to maintain our health and really try to keep the cost down, which ultimately will lead to the healthier life down the line and decrease our healthcare costs. Okay, so third question and last question for this particular podcast for Dr. Bentley is what are the top medical conditions that people suffer from and how could you change how you look at groceries to address some of those conditions? Wear glasses. (laughs) So that you can read labels? Oh, that's probably not the right answer. That's a different podcast. But but that is an important answer because the – or question – and the reason why is because if you have specific diseases, knowing what you're chopping for to be able to self-serve, to help yourself, to prevent, right. to 
I think that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. Hey, I'm glad I asked that. I it just too. had to talk it through, and now I think it's a good question. Excellent. Let's ask it. The top conditions are the ones that I've alluded to in the past, which is heart disease and type 2 diabetes. These are completely preventable lifestyle diseases that are caused by what we're ingesting into our body. What we put into our body is what we're going to get out of it. As I said before, you know, with an Indy 500 race car, you're not going to put 87 octane in the engine to run optimally and have a great performance. No, you're going to put in the optimal fuel that you can. And the same thing with our cells. We want them to have the fruits and vegetables, vitamins, minerals, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, which is what our body was designed to run off of. And when you do that, it can function optimally. Now, each person's optimal is different because we all have different genetic makeup, but it's often you know, we know that there are cancer-causing genes. There are uh, cancer promoter genes, cancer suppressor genes. Uh, we know that there's a gene that is linked to hangovers, but you don't walk around in a drunken stupor all day long just because you have that gene. It's when it's put in the environment of the alcohol is when it becomes activated. And similarly, if we put our body put ourselves in an environment where there's lack of good nutrients, ultimately leading to a deficiency and creating more inflammation as the inflammatory chemicals start circulating around, turning on certain genes, it can create this chronic or what I want to call sustained inflammatory cascade over time that ultimately lead to most of the chronic lifestyle diseases that we're suffering with today, you know, such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And so I believe that if we go on the outskirts of a grocery store and eat the foods that our body was designed to have and focus on that and make that 80% of our diet at least, we're going to be doing really, really well as a society and not being dependent on having six or more drugs when you're over the age of 55. You know, it's crazy to me. Our body wasn't designed to run off of all these medications or any medication. Now, these drugs can help manage these diseases and keep our body from reaching um, ultimately an early death. But again, if we actually put the things our body is designed to have, oftentimes we'll function much better in lieu of catastrophic events and accidents that occur. And there are also certain genetic predispositions that we really can't control dietarily that lead to other ill health. So again, I'm talking in general as a population because again, as I mentioned earlier, 82% of deaths in America are linked to physical activity, poor dietary choices, smoking, and not getting your proper screenings. And those are all choices that we make. So we always like to get listener feedback. Mm -hmm. I actually think this would be a great topic to directly solicit Fruit listener. Ponds. No, to solicit, okay. to solicit, but stop. Okay. You're getting dangerously close to something that you don't want to say on I, a podcast. I won't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> and we've already edited you out three, three times, times now. Already, so yeah, yeah mm -hmm. no, to okay. actually to solicit some of our listeners with their ideas on how to shop and save. I mean, bomb, wow, moms wow, and families wow. are doing Good it idea. all the time. I, people have figured this out, and I think, I mean, we all kind of have our way to do it, but yep. yeah, I would be interested in knowing what Yeah, our we don't take think. a list. We, uh, no, we're no, hungry you, when we go. You take a list. <laughs> that's okay, a, anyway. We take kids. That's even <laughs> that's, a better choice. That's a great choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice. <laughs> you anyway. know, I, I had heard some of the grocery stores are doing rent-a-kids. They stick them in your cart, and then they ride them around with you, and they stick it in the next person's cart <laughs> just to drive up costs. I'm thinking that's a brilliant idea. I think I you, should own grocery you stores. should have patented that because now it's out there and it, <laughs> you can't you can't take that back. <laughs> okay, so no, I, I did want to say one thing. You have a story, don't you? I do have a story. You always since, have a story since you asked if I had a story. And, <laughs> oh, you did. In my head, you asked. Do you have I a story, Doctor? I tell. I tell. Patrick, 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 I
I don't even think they exist anymore. I don't in think they do either, really. right? Yep. So I'm on the air, and it's a live uh, telecast, and the guy comes on. He says, you can't eat healthy. Nobody can afford that blankety-blankety stuff. I says, I'll tell you what. I'll give you 100 bucks. I'll take 100 bucks. We'll shop the same day. We will tape the whole thing, and we'll see who comes up with more meals. Now, I came up with seven more meals than he did for 100 bucks. That met all the calories and everything else. We had our uh, uh, Jody Smith, who was the nutritionist that put everything together. And I was able to have seven more meals for 100 bucks than he was eating his junk food with coupons. I had no coupons because I had the good foods. So in other words, it can be done. How did you do that? Well, if you notice every week, they always have fruits and vegetables on big discount. Why? They get a major bulk. So they're always trying to push them out. You got to buy those type foods. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to. So you have to be flexible just like you are anywhere else. But if you buy those type of foods and then stretch your diet in those areas, you don't have the same ones on sale every week. Well, you also get a variety in your diet, which is you get a variety in your diet. So it's actually healthier for you. It's better for you. And you can eat on a budget. So can it be done? The answer is yes. Now I feel like there's a contest we need to run. We should we need do another. to solicit input and We'll see if somebody gives contest. us stuff. Okay. And then we'll, we'll, yeah. Let's try that. I'll let you do it this time. <laughs> All right. I'll film. Oh, that, I, I will take you up on that offer. Wow. I, I will, yes. Okay, we'll see. If we get a compl- we get one person challenging us, we're going to do it. No, we'll do, we should do it No, anyhow. we'll do it anyway. We'll just do it Yeah, oh, we'll okay. report back. I like awesome. it. Awesome. All right. It's a good show. Excellent. Thanks. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com.